Hey y'all, welcome back to Authentically You Podcast. It is Gabby here today. I am currently doing a solo episode because Madison and I's schedule got kind of busy. Um, and Madison and I went off for coffee and we completely forgot to record because we were just having well overdue conversations. Um, but I'm super excited for this episode. It just came to me a good five minutes ago. <laughs> Not even. I literally just jotted down in my journal before recording this because I said, oh, I should probably record a solo episode because Madison cannot record one with me today. Um, and without further ado, this episode is Trusting God Through Brokenness. Um, through this episode, I want to, you know, give y'all ways to, you know, take your broken pieces to God and just really trust that, you know, the Lord is going to do something magnificent through them. Um... Just really give y'all, like, some ways to do it, you know? It's hard to take that first step. It's hard to recognize what's broken, and it's hard to come to terms with the fact that it is broken, and then come to terms with the fact that you got to let the broken pieces go in order for them to be fixed. Like, that, that is a hard and long-haul process right there. Um, so, for my scripture this episode, I'm going to be going off of Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And y'all, I just just want to focus on this world real quick. Declares. When you declare something, when anyone declares something, it's going to happen. That's why, you know, like whenever you're praying over something, you know, I declare in Jesus' name that you will be healed. I declare in Jesus' name that that chain will break off of you. When you declare something... You're setting it in motion. It did a set in motion. It is already happening. It's going to happen. There's no way to stop it. If the Lord is declaring over you, I know the plans for you. I have plans to make you better. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to give you something through this. The Lord has declared that. It's going to happen. Could that process take a while? Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're someone who really struggles with change and really struggles with, you know, feeling comfortable enough to give things to God to fix, like fully and wholeheartedly being like, God, this is for you. I need you to fix it. I can't do it alone. If that comes difficult to you, this is going to be a really long process. And even if that's not difficult for you, it could still look like a really long process because maybe you're holding on to it a little bit too tight. Um, I feel like a lot of times too, when we hear broken, we think not fixed like it can't be fixed it's not going to be fixed or maybe that you've already given up on fixing it but brokenness isn't anything that's unfixable now does that mean everything's guaranteed to be the same it was no if you break a china plate it's not gonna look the same it's not i know we've all seen maybe you know like a little tiktok video where they put it in milk and stuff y'all ever seen that video yeah, I don't believe that. Um, like, it's going to have cracks. You know, it's going to have these little scars in it, and that's okay. Because the thing is, like, it's still whole. It's, like, it's it's still a china plate. The brokenness doesn't make it anything other than a china plate. Like, it's still a china plate regardless. Um, and I feel a lot of the times, too, people think that whenever something's broken that you know, because you don't want to touch it, God won't want to touch it as well. God doesn't care. God doesn't care about those broken pieces. What God cares about is fixing you. Pieces 
of your life don't define you. Pieces of your hurt don't define you. What defines you is the Lord. And your relationship with the Lord and the love that you have for the Lord. That is what defines you, is the Lord. Nothing else. Nothing else can define you unless you let it. Um, I feel like currently in today's culture, there's still... Although it's been normalized to, you know, feel depressed, feel anxious and everything. um, I feel like regardless of it being normalized, nothing has changed our idea of how we look at things. Um, You know, if you have anxiety, you know, like, okay, like, that's still a piece of me that's missing. You know, stuff like that. Like, a piece of me is wrong. Like, you, you still visualize yourself in that way. And it's a very vicious cycle. You know, I mean, I've been in that cycle before. It's really, really vicious. And um, it's a really hard cycle to get out of. But, you know, it, it's it's a very real cycle. And it's okay to have that cycle. But, you know, in the end, at some point we have to recognize, you know, hey, maybe I feel this way. Maybe I feel like there's a piece of me missing because God's supposed to fill that piece in. And... This this kind of ties into what Madison and I were talking about today whenever we went out to coffee. Um, her and I were talking and, you know, I had been just kind of... I, I had received a word for one of my friends. Um, they told me some really personal stuff about their family. And, um, you know, one of them kind of hit home with me because it reminded me of a family member of mine that had passed. And so I decided to pray for my family member that had passed, you know. Um, and I was like, you know what, while I'm, while I'm here praying for myself, I should, I should pray for other people too. So I went ahead and I prayed for their family member. Um, and when I did that, I received the word proud and it was very clear and I couldn't really figure it out because originally I thought it was for me and I was like, what, like, what would you be proud about? Like I, I pray for other people all the time and it's not like this is something new for me that you should be proud. Um, and then, you know, after I started thinking about that, it was like, oh, that, that word's not for me. That word's for my friend. My friend needs to hear that. Um, and, you know, like, whenever I heard that, I still have been, I haven't been obedient because I have not told him yet that I had received that word for him because I'm not too sure on how he'll take it. Um, but, you know, I, it felt fulfilling to hear that word, but not fulfilling for myself, fulfilling for them. So I know that it is something that I have to tell them, and it is a piece that they're missing, but, you know, it felt like a piece that, through me, they had given to God. In a really weird way, like, in a, in a sense that, like, they knew I would eventually pray over it, or God knew that I would eventually pray over it, and that I'd be able to give this word. Um, And it's been... That was a really weird feeling to have because it's like I don't very often get words for other people and when I do it's not something so heavy and it's not for someone that I'm not super close with. Any words that I typically get are close friends and family members like they're they're not necessarily like not a close friend but they're also not a close friend like I don't really know what to call it. Um, but yeah, like, it just, it just felt like they needed that, like, I feel like they need that piece uh, of, like, hearing it in order to move on. 
Um, and it was a really weird feeling, but I, I felt like, you know, I, lately it's been an ever occurring thing that I have people telling me things that are going on in their life and I'm not very close to them. So I'll be very confused. Um, and then Madison and I were talking and Madison had went to a prophetic conference, I believe. I really don't know how to describe it because I didn't go to it. Um, but I believe it was something like a prophetic conference. And she said that something she learned was that, you know, God also speaks to us through impressions. It's not just his voice. It's also what we see when we look at people. So, you know, like sometimes whenever you look at people, you're like, oh, they look depressed. Or, oh, like they they look like they're struggling, stuff like that, you know, um, and, like, that could be a way of God speaking to you as well, and it wasn't something that I had considered until Madison said it today, but, you know, it, it makes sense, but I feel like as Christians, whenever we receive these words, or we receive these feelings, these impressions, I feel like as a whole, we need to do better to recognize others' brokenness and not necessarily, you know, confront their sin because they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And I mean, like, it's not always a sin, but this is just an example. Um, but just work work around that and be like, hey, like, you know, I, I think you really need prayer. And then just pray into their future. Pray into their future. Oftentimes, um, we are we are given a gift by the Holy Spirit, you know. Um, and a lot of times you'll be surprised at how much God will speak to you through those gifts. Um, and the amazing thing about those gifts is that you don't have to be whole to receive them. And sometimes helping other people's brokenness can help yours as well, which is something that I've recently been learning. Um, so I know y'all are probably like, okay, like this is, this is long winded Gabby. Like what, what, what's your point here? My point here is that, truthfully, um, there's nothing that's broken beyond repair. And there are different ways to not necessarily fix the brokenness, but make it better. Piece it together a little bit more. Kind of glue the pieces together and, you know, there, there might be some cracks still or still a few pieces missing, you know, that you haven't seen yet because maybe you haven't you know looked at the other side and maybe you haven't really thought about it so you haven't asked God to fulfill that area but these these broken pieces aren't you God's not gonna leave you broken just because you know he's not gonna do it for fun he's not gonna sit here and be like oh I'm really tired I I I don't want to I don't feel like helping you out right now. He's he's not going to do that to you. He's not going to do that to you. Um, but yeah, let's... Sorry, let's get back into ways to give these broken pieces to God. Um, so sometimes there's opportunities presented to you to fix brokenness through other people. Um, which is kind of cool because that's also your chance to pour into them, that is your chance to maybe grow their faith a little bit. You know, the way 
the way I came with all my broken pieces of God was I had an encounter with God myself through another Christian. You know, whenever Madison received a word from the Lord that my shoulder was hurting after I hadn't said anything about it all day, and she prayed over it in Jesus' name and it was fixed, I had that encounter with God. I had that moment with God, and it was like, wow, like something, like so simple and so tiny because, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even think to bring it to the Lord because it was like, uh, like I didn't even think to tell anyone because it was like, oh, whatever, like it's softball season, everyone's shoulder's gonna hurt, like I'm not gonna be a baby about it, um, but God cared enough to give her that message for me. God cared enough to create that encounter through Madison. And, I mean, Madison was struggling with stuff at this time, too. Like, you know, Mad- Madison was having her downfalls like we all do in this season. And yet, God still gave her that little word just to work through my brokenness. God will still use you even if you're broken. God will still help you if you're broken. It does not matter to him. It does not matter. He will do everything he can to help you through that brokenness. And, you know, just put it back together as much as possible. But he's not going to abandon you. Um, and, you know, I feel like sometimes brokenness kind of gives God the space he needs to move in you. Because you're having that encounter. Um, and, you know, sometimes really all you have to do, you know, it, sometimes it's not going to come through another person. Sometimes it just has to be through you. Sometimes you really... Just gotta, you know, recognize what's happening in your life, and you just have to sit down, and you gotta pretend, well, not pretend because he is there, but you just have to have a conversation with God, and you just gotta be like, hey, this is happening, I feel broken in all of these areas, maybe it's all areas of your life, be like, every single piece of my life, it is broken, and really, literally all you have to do is, Lord, I need your help to fix it, Lord, I need your help to mend it as much as possible. I need your help to fill in the blank spaces. That is all you have to do. That's all the Lord asks you to do is just bring it to him. Bring it all to him, lay it all out on the table, and he'll take care of the rest. You're not expected to do anything else, which is a crazy thought because you would think, you know, that there's like more. Um, I mean, maybe that's just me because I... I I feel like I grew up in an environment where it was more works than faith. But you don't have to work for God's love. And you don't have to work in order for God to love you. And to see that you need healing. Um, and like I said, like this is difficult stuff to come to terms with. Like It's not going to happen for you overnight. He's not going to put the pieces of your life back together overnight. No. No, it's going to take time. It's going to take faith. He's going to entrust you with small things. Um, And then whenever you walk in obedience to those small things, you know, if he says, I need you to start getting into the word. You know, if you feel pressure, start getting into the word. Start getting into the word. Walk in obedience to him. Be like, okay, Lord, like if that's what you need me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Um, And, you know, like some people, some people really struggle with that idea. Um, of, you know, just listening to what they feel like they're telling themselves to do. But whenever the Lord speaks over you, it's, it's very clear because it'll weigh on your heart. Um, 
but it won't weigh in a way that feels chaotic. It won't weigh in a way that feels hurtful or gives you anxiety. It's just going to weigh in like this thing of like, I need to get my butt moving and I need to do this. Um, and it's hard. It really is. Like, I'm, I'm not saying this as being like a, hey, like you got to do this today. Like, you, like you're going to do this today. No, it'll come to you over time. You know, you, you, you're really, you're going to have your downfalls and that's okay. Um, you're just going to be built back up. As soon as you take another broken piece to God, okay, you're going to be built right back up. Not immediately, over time, but you will. You know, when I, when I first came to God with all my broken pieces, you know, it was, it was anxiety. It was anger that I had held towards a lot of people, you know, family, friends, I mean, dead family members, you know, um, dead people that I didn't even know because whenever my aunt, you know, um, passed away in the car crash, it wasn't her driving. It was this other guy that I had never met and I held a lot of resentment towards the guy who was driving, even though I never knew him. Um, and like, I was just holding so much into my heart and expecting myself to be able to handle it all. And the only time where I felt truly like, okay, like I, this is, this is going to all going to be okay is whenever I went and I said, Lord, I feel like I have a lot of anger in my heart. Lord, I feel like I'm struggling to come to you because of this. Lord, I want to come to you because of this. Lord, I need to break this chain of anger off of me. I need to break this chain of suicide off of me. I need to break this chain of depression off of me. Whenever I finally came to the Lord and I just said it, and I admitted it to myself, and he heard me admit it, and that gave him the space to move in between those pieces and be like, okay, this this is the way that you can start small in this area. So, you know, in the case of my deceased aunt, starting small in that area was doing things like praying, not only for her, but for him as well. You know, just, just because I didn't know what, you know, ended up killing my aunt in the crash. Um, I don't know if it was whenever he ran into the wall. I don't know if he had a medical condition. Nothing. Nothing. So it was, you know, it was that prayer for him and his family. For comfort over his family and not just over mine. Um, you know, it, and it just started small. Something like that, you know. And the anger didn't go away right then and there. You know, I still very much felt upset that someone else could take my aunt so quickly but you know it I soon came to the revelation of I don't know what happened I'm never gonna know what happened and that's okay and that I should still send forgiveness to him because I don't know what happened and I can't just assume just because I'm hurt and it's not gonna bring my aunt back um but yeah y'all I it, like I said it not overnight it's definitely going to take over time, and it's going to take a lot of listening. Um, something that I've really been convicted of is the, you know, or convicted, yeah, convicted? Sorry, I, like, completely lost the Something that's really been weighing on my heart recently is, you know, not listening. I do a lot of talking when I come to God, and then I forget to listen. Not forget, but I neglect to listen, um... Or, you know, I just, I, I don't want to hear it. I just want to vent, so then I just won't listen. 
But a really important part of, you know, giving things up to God is also listening what he has to say back to you. You know, if he needs you to do something or if he just needs you to just sit still. Um, you know, it's it it's something that's, you know, really weighed on my heart and you know, so I just encourage y'all, you know, whenever you come to the Lord with things, sit for a minute in silence and just hear him out. Hear him out. There's actually um a really great song for it. I believe it's called Quiet Morning and Evening by Elevation Worship. Um, I really love to put that song on while I do it because it reminds me to just be quiet in that moment and just sit still and just listen. Um, but yeah, y'all, I, I just pray over y'all that, you know, despite what you feel is broken in your life, that you can take it to God and that you recognize that he's declared good over your life and that no matter what, God's going to love those broken pieces and it doesn't matter how broken they are. It doesn't matter if you think that they're shattered. He's going to love them unconditionally. You know, he's going to do his best to build you back up. Um, I'm so blessed to have you all here today. And, you know, in Jesus' name, I pray that you, through this episode, you found the courage or you found the heart to go to God with this brokenness. Um, as always, we're so blessed to have you all listen to us. Um, we're so thankful that y'all do listen to us and yeah I just pray that this episode blesses you and blesses those around you um without further ado have a lovely rest of your week and you know just do your best bye y'all